It's Tuesday, June 16th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss Julian's comedy nightmare. We give some broadcasting tips with a Canadian accent, Beyond Meat, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, and your comments and more. And we kick it off with Claire Bestland. Hey, waiting for a night 
Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Aren't we all? Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Tuesday morning, Tuesday, June 16th, broadcasting, of course, live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Is Jen Grant with us? Oh, yeah, she is. Sounds like a seance when I'm doing that. <laughs> it's the spirit of Jen Grant. Make yourself present. Make yourself known. Give us a sign. <laughs> That was Claire Vestland doing the pre-show revolution, of course, from an interview back in 2017. I love uh, that song. I love that performance. Yeah. Having said that, I got to get new songs. Well, how come you haven't played me? Oh, well, shit, I forget. I don't know. I forget. I forget. How dare you? (laughs) I think of you as comedian first. 
lover second, then musician. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll. What about personal chef? Yes, that's up there. Dog walker. Dog walker. Okay. Bed sheet changer. <laughs> wow, I feel so glamorous. Yeah, shit, I forget. Jeez, can you remind me? Because I just go back and... Yeah, sure. Because I never think of... Let's write a note in your office tomorrow. You can remember that. I never think of writing or or airing pre-recorded songs. I always just go to the songs recorded in studio after the interviews I've done. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, tomorrow. I forget all the time. That's okay. Was there a comment or something? Like, you can tell, eh? Well, I'm talking and you're just in the middle like... <laughs> well, because Lee said Chef Boyer G. Chef Boyer Jenny G. That's right. Yeah, his, his was better. I was uh, We were late a couple minutes this morning because I was pooping. Sorry. For the nice. Thank you. Delayed. Lee's good at names. Yeah, he is. The Daily. Daily Dose. Oh. Jinx by me. Okay. Of time. Don't leave me hanging. You jinxed me. I have to be quiet until you say my name three times. Isn't that what? the way it works? Not, not from what I remember. That was our our Acadian version. There was nothing about Pepsi's or Cokes in there. It was just jinx, personal jinx. If you talk or if you speak, you like so and so. It was usually someone less popular <laughs> or less desired. <laughs> that poor person. I know. There's one always that Less was, desired. I won't say the name, but it was one always go to. Jinx, personal jinx. If you talk, you, you like blank. And then you couldn't speak until the person said your name three times. Like Beetlejuice. Yeah, in reverse. That was our uh, weird Acadian version of that. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I was going to hold it in. And then I was like, oh, five minutes before, I'm like, I can't. You gotta go. Okay. <laughs> I, I was hoping we could move on. You were hoping we could move. It's There's something that sounded almost like pooping. Yeah, let's not. I don't want to talk about that. I want to get a limiter on this voice microphone. What so do you mean? A, a limiter will not register sounds below a certain decibels. So when I breathe, uh. and I need to get a compressor too because... Sometimes when we laugh directly in the microphone, it spikes the levels. So mm. then when it normalizes on Logic Pro to then put it... By the way, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. <laughs> yeah, and of course, actually, live on Facebook Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. But when I when I upload... What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, uh, sorry to interrupt, but it would no, be great no. if people went to iTunes and... Apple Podcasts. And or sorry, Apple Podcasts and get it out. Tell them what to do. Subscribe. Yeah. That's it. But it would be great because that's the uh It sounds it's fun live with the comments and everything and it's interactive. It sounds way better on Apple or Spotify or wherever get you get your podcast, because then you get the broadcast quality, get what we hear in our ears. I've been having a little trouble with the volume of it. It's it's not quite it's loud it's still loud, like perfectly loud enough on Apple and stuff but it's a notch lower than where I'd like it because we don't have a compressor so what happens is when we laugh in the mic and it spikes the levels once we 
once I bounce the track, it normalizes it and it makes all the, it tries to like make all the sounds the same um, volume. So then it'll lower everything kind of. So anyway, hmm. it's all good. All technical mumbo jumbo, all very fascinating. I know. I'm like, what do you like? One more time. Anyway, thanks for being with us. If you are watching live on Facebook, Monday to Friday at 7 a.m., give us a, a like or a share, reaction, a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. We know Lee's in Shidiac. Lucky son of a bitch. It's a nice place to be. Yeah, especially now in the summer. This week's going to be oh, a hot week. It's getting there. Mean oh me. Mean alive. <laughs> anyway. It's pretty nice here, too. Yeah, it's say. amazing here. I just there's something about oh yeah about the ocean. I was listening yesterday, and our abouts are so Canadian. I know there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have a lot of American listeners. Actually, maybe they'll find it charming. And uh, about we say about it's not a boot like the the cartoony traditional like laughing hey a boot eh, but we do say a but a boat. It's like a boat. It's like we shorten it like yeah. it's because it is o u t. It should really be about. Acadians. Acadians definitely don't say about. They say, uh, how about, how about that? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I love it there. I know. I really miss it. Yeah. Well, this has been a long time since we've been. We would have by now usually gone once or twice. Once or twice. When Sorry was the last time? Was it, oh, February for Hubcap? Uh. The Hubcap Comedy Festival. The, remember comedy? It's I coming know. back actually after June 22nd in Quebec. They're allow- allowing gatherings of 50 or less. Wow. Uh, and um, But do the, you have to have seating for way more than that so that there's spacing? I don't know the specifics. The specifics. Because 50 people all in crammed in one spot doesn't sound like a good idea. I know. I don't know. I don't know the specific things. Let's not get all fired up. No, about I wonder though. I don't know. It might be. You can't control whether I get fired up or not. You can't be like, let's not do this. Okay, I am a robot. No, but you're like getting outraged already. You're like, well, that that doesn't make any... It might be. I don't know. I don't know the details. I'm just saying it's allowed. I'm allowed to have a reaction. Anyway, New Brunswick. Yes, wish I was there for the summer. I mean, we will come down at one point. It's this quarantining for 14 days. That's That's it. I mean, we've been quarantining for three months. And we go to, and my parents are adamant. If you come down, you can't see people. You can't see your friends. You'll have to stay indoors. The family can come visit you from outside. You can speak through the glass. I'm like, okay, geez. Yeah, but fair <laughs> enough. Ish. No. I don't know. I th- I don't. I think it's irresponsible to to go there and just mingle. Well, then what's the point? Then we won't go. That's that's what I mean. Well, that's what I thought we weren't going. Well, I was hoping, I don't know, a week in July or August, but if we're going to go and we want to see anybody, we have to stay for three weeks. Right. And uh, that's just too long to be away. But anyway, we'll cross that bridge, literally. Well, no, we we don't cross the bridge (laughs) together. Well, if it was PEI, we would. Or Camelton. What? There's a bridge there? Yeah, there are bridges to cross from Quebec to go into New Brunswick, but the route we take, we don't. We cross by Edmundston. You know, not to get into too many details, but if we didn't... Well, no, we have the garden and the cats. We can't really leave for three weeks. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, I want... It'd be fun and everything, but... And we could do it. We're unemployed. (laughs) Hi. Hire us. Anyway. Well, maybe not for long because, again, comedy... uh, 
which is good news for for the show I'm doing in August mm-hmm. at that theater. It was it's for TV taping in oh, Quebec yeah, City, right. and it was up until last week no audience. We we're going to do this taping, so now it looks like we'll be able to have 50 people in there. It's a 200 seat theater, so 50s. Uh, it's good. It'll be it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Even though now I'm like, is it better than nothing? Is it like, is it going to be weird energy and hard to to connect with people and hard to get momentum? Whereas if there's no audience, you can just be like, well, this is just what it is. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's better to have people there because inevitably you're going to be funny. You're going to get laughs. It'll encourage you. It'll make it feel like a real show instead of feeling like you have to add another layer of performance. It'll actually feel like a show. And also, um, I I'm thinking the smaller the crowd, the more they feel special, like they have a responsibility to laugh. Mm -hmm. So they feel like they're more important. Right. Some, sometimes when it's a large crowd, you feel that you can just be quiet and sit back and watch the show and not feel an individual responsibility to laugh. That's my guess. You are a professional, so it's a good guess. Yeah. I think it's on my mind because I had a comedy nightmare last night. We oh, were, really? Yeah. Can, can you explain? This morning you woke up saying you had a nightmare and I said, what was it about? And about. I said, no, I said about. No, you said it perfectly. Yeah. I know, but was that on purpose? No. Oh, yeah. Weird. And about. you said, save it for for uh, on air. And I was like, what? This is our so, life now. So, yeah, you don't even talk. No, if it's too good, we wait for the show to talk about it. We are so bored when we're not doing this podcast. Wow. Let me turn your mic down just a little bit. Oh, I'm too close, maybe. Eat that mic. Okay. But then it fucks compression. And, uh, but yeah, the about thing, I will get to my dream, which is the most, the worst thing to do is describe a dream, but I'll just, <laughs> I'll just do it quick. <laughs> but yeah, about, about, about. We say about, we, that's what it is, about. I was thinking about, mm-hmm. and Americans really go about, about. I was, think, like I was thinking about. You notice it on Dragon's Den, eh? I'm, uh, about. Um, oh, uh, Dragon's Den is yeah. so Canadian. Um, uh, oh, hello, Dragons. Uh, we're here offering you uh, 300. <laughs> we're here offering you 75% of our company for 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, well, it, it sounds really good. I, I like what you're doing with your company. I can tell your heart's in the right place, but I'm out. But I'm out. But I'm out. Well, but we do say that it's not it's not uh, necessarily just a cliche or whatever. It's we say a and we say about a boat a boat a boat. It's not a boot, but it's a boat mm-hmm. about. And I really could hear it yesterday. We were talking, and I was like about 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 about, and you're like yeah about that about about. I was like jeez, it's fine. Obviously, who cares? It's just funny to to when you really hear it. Mm-hmm. It's like the ums and ahs. Now I can't unhear the about. Oh, you know, ever since you said about the... Oh, I just did it. <laughs> ever, <laughs> are you that guy now? That's how you laugh. Ever since you talked about the ums, mm-hmm. I really notice it. In other yeah. audio. Like if I listen to a podcast where someone is being interviewed and you can tell that they're not used to being interviewed, they say um a lot. Interviewees are fine. Because you can't expect everybody to be professional broadcasters, but True. when it comes to the hosts, True. Um, uh, um, uh, 
was listening to some local radio, and there's a lot of ums and ahs. It takes you from it. Well, I mean, most people probably don't even net- uh, notice. Mm-hmm. But well, it's kind of like it's kind of like I want to hear your. That's really annoying. <laughs> every show you have, every episode, there's, shut it. There's a time where you're really cut her really mic. Thank you. Hey. Oh, was that on purpose? You did a little cut, didn't you? Did yeah. you cut me? Yeah, just for as a joke. You bitch. As you were saying how annoying I was, keep going. Go ahead, Jen. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, what you Tell were, me about you're, the dream. You're just about to say something about... Fuck. <laughs> you're just about to say something. About. 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 Well, just how you were saying that most people probably don't notice that people are saying um a lot mm-hmm. when they're being interviewed. But they probably don't enjoy it as much as they would have enjoyed it because comedy is kind of the same way. You don't know why you're not liking a comedy event when it's not right. And a lot of times you'll talk to organizers when they're saying, uh, a lot of times, I don't know, people who aren't comics might not know this, but before there's a gig and somebody's booked you on it, you usually have like a little conversation before discussing uh, what time it's going to start, how the situation is in terms of the stage lighting, all that kind of thing. And when you discuss that, a lot of times people don't understand how important it is to have all these little details, but it really is. So when it, when they don't do that and it doesn't go well, the comic's the only one who looks bad. It's not like anyone goes, well, maybe it didn't go well because the lighting was terrible and the sound had this like static Mm. and the people were, position so far away from the stage it was difficult to connect la, 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 et cetera, et cetera. high ceilings on and on and on so I think sometimes people would listen to an interview that's why like if you're representing your company or whatever you're doing it's always good to be good at public speaking and that includes that can be extended to interviews to ums and ahs yes because people might not realize why they're bored listening to an interviewee. Yeah. I listened to, I'm just, I'm not going to name the the show, but I listened to something yesterday and there was two interviews where I was like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, because it, it was largely because of the person who was being interviewed. It was boring. And the way that they were speaking was, um, 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 and it it got uh, to be super annoying. um, So if you represent a company, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're anyone, you're representing something, it is really good to learn how to speak. Yeah, because it's not interesting. What you're talking about probably is, but the way you're telling me. I'm falling asleep. So what you're saying is the subject is important or is is interesting. The person is super boring and deathly. The um, way that they express it, I'm sure that they're interesting as well, but they're not expressing their, themselves in a way that represents that. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm um Jen um Grant. Uh. <laughs> dot um. I'm Jen Grant dot um. Uh. <laughs> Oh my yeah, gosh. I don't know. Now when I listen to it and I listen to anything being broadcast and it's so many ums and ahs, yeah. I get so irritated. Like you said, I have to switch it off. Most people will switch off, like you said, tune out unconsciously. They don't know why they don't like it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's very much conscious now. I'm like, I can't I can't listen. Um, uh, so um, 
anyway, uh, so we were um, right. Right now, people are tuning in. Yeah, get it together. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's an amateur thing, and we're trying to be professionals here because professionalism is key. Hi, that's the uh, from the British office. <laughs> well, I remember even you know, there's in any career, there's little little things you start out not knowing how to fine tune it, and then once you know, it is challenging because you want to slip back to those old habits but you just have to be more mindful about it like right now i'm really trying i know i could tell and it it sounds it sounds really good even though i know you're in your head thinking about it it sounds way better well you're more mindful too like i'm right now i'm thinking about what i want to say and i'm well that's what it is usually it's it's a mental lapse when you're you don't know what to say, so you fill it with um, ah. May as well just take a millisecond more and be deliberate with your speech mm-hmm. and think and just not say those ums and ahs. If, if you're in the moment, you tend not to be. It's the equivalent. I think we've compared it before when a when a new comedian, amateur comic, goes on stage and they don't remove the mic stand in front of them. They, they pop the mic yep. off the stand and they leave it right there in the whole set. All you can see is it looks like a building in front of them. Yeah, it's so indicative of their level. And I I was also going to say a lot of analogies with comedy, but it's only natural because that's what we do for our job. But when what if I someone's first at home complaining like, oh, no, again no, no, no. with the comedy analogies, we get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when, <laughs> when I first started doing stand-up, and I think this is quite common, uh, you swear a lot. And what do you fucking mean? <laughs> and I remember when I would do new materials because I was nervous and I would be doing new material in a really difficult room and there'd be a lot of F-bombs plus <laughs> a lot of extra words. And then you just you just start to refine that skill and then it's not as hard anymore when you go on stage. You're you're not as tempted to say all these extra work because you'd want to get to the punchline as soon as possible it reminds me of not long ago well just up until february this year we hosted every sunday the sunday funnies at the pump at lieutenant's pump in ottawa and remember the comic we had he's a headliner he's he's great he's one of our faves he did the show probably more than anybody but last year we were doing it on the patio and we put him up first Mm kind of last minute he showed up Gave him a spot. <laughs> Remember how many fucks he was dropping? Mm-hmm. Totally. It was like a parody. It's like, what's happening right now? Same material he usually does, but he was like screaming it and... Nerves. Non-stop yeah. F-bombs. I was like, okay, this is... But it just goes to what you're saying. It's You're nervous, so you drop drop a few F-bombities. Bombity, bomb, bomb, bomb. Bimini, bimini, bam, bam, a bam, bam, boom. Imagine, imagine that's the way people were in the corporate setting. Like, oh, I have to do a, f- a public speaking, uh, and I'm really nervous about it. And the, it's like a royal bank conference. And this quarter, and fuck, up. we're we're happy to fucking report this quarter sales are up, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> are you getting uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. Too With, many, too many Fs. Well, I'm just um. That's the character. I know. It's not me. But my dream was a classic comedy nightmare. It was <laughs> a TV taping. We were <laughs> we were in uh, the Capitol Theater green room in Moncton. And I was about to host about I was about 
to host a gala and had no material. Oh, yeah. Classic. Zero material. And I'm like, I can't believe I didn't get ready. I I, I don't (laughs) know. It's been so long since I've done stand-up. How am I going to go out there and do material? Then all of a sudden, we were not in Moncton, but we were in Vancouver. Oof. And I was, again, hosting this gala with no material. So you and I and Erica Sigurdsson went to Alaska. (laughs) <laughs> and then when we were in Alaska, I was like, I just have further away from your yeah, show. I was like, I have this show tonight. <laughs> and it was like early morning and we're in Alaska and we're like, well, let's check flights, but we're not going to make it. And we checked the flights and it took it was a 14 hour flight. Oh, my goodness. From Alaska to Vancouver. And so I'm like, so it's physically impossible to to get there. So no material. Now I'm in another country and it's that night. Oh, I'm yeah. hosting my managers just texting me question marks. <laughs> and it was awful. And then there was this new technology to get me there faster. It was this new plane. Like, it would just, like, take, like, 20 minutes. Oh but it gosh. would vaporize your blood or something like that. So you had to go through <laughs> all this medical thing. So, anyway, that's when I woke up. I was going through the medical <laughs> to get on this new technology, this super hyperspeed plane Oh my goodness. That vaporizes some of your blood. Not all of it, some, but you need to go through all these medicals. I can tell it's still fresh because you know when it's it's ludicrous, all the details of someone's dream, but the way that they're saying it, it's it's like they're passionate because they were there. I know, and I want I promised myself never to describe to describe dreams on the show because it sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. not entertaining for any because I can picture it in my brain, but everyone's like, Okay, move on. Please l- give us more ums and ahs. That's more entertaining. You know what's interesting about your dreams is that you always, almost always dream, your dreams reflect your life. Like, you had your script due yesterday. It's not, and I still have it. It's not done? No. Did they contact you? No, no. It's kind of a loose deadline. It's like, okay, we need need it, like, soon, but but don't take too long. It's kind of one of those. Mm -hmm. I actually put the, I, I gave the deadline. They're like, okay. When they called last week, they're like, we need it. I'm like, all right. I go, when can you give it to us? I said, Friday. They're like, yep, no problem. And then on Friday, I was like, Monday? I was like, yeah, no problem. So it's kind of, it's like a self-imposed deadline, but they do need it. I mean, there's no, it's it's crunch time now. The, the gala's in two and a half months. Mm. And so they have to go through the material. But it's going to be, uh, it looks like I'll be able to test it out at least a few times before. Now that wow. this is happening, the, the gatherings of 50 or less in Quebec because already uh, a few people have approached me from the wow. Gatineau comedy scene to see if I want if I'd be interested if they do shows inside or out. Um, I said definitely outside for sure. I'm interested. Less risk inside. Let me know where the show is and what are the details. Because like you said, if it's 50 people in a small cafe, I'm not interested. You know what I like about about small the inside gatherings now with these new conditions is that you can show up really close to stage time or to the show time yeah. without looking like a slacker or um, inconsiderate. Because the closer you show up to your actual set, the less time you have to spend interacting with others, which is important right now. So say the show starts at 8, they say, okay, you're going to be on at 8.30. It would be nice to be able to show up right before your set. That's the best way to do it. I like showing up. I used Me to, too. early on in my my career i'd like to 
If a show was at 8 o'clock, I'd like to be there at 7 and just like be in the room and taking it. Now, if the show's at 8, if I could get there at 10 to 8, yeah. b- the better. Yeah. Just show up, not think about a thing, and just go up as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, it looks like I'll be able to at least practice, test out this test out this stuff a couple times before because it's absurd because as of yesterday or last week even my first stand-up set would have been after a six-month break and for tv with material i've never tested before in front of no audience so those those circumstances seem to be getting better looks like there'll be an audience looks like i get to test it out a couple times Mm -hmm. loves it not the end of the world Loves it. Okay, that's three annoying things you've done so far. Oh, we're keeping track of annoying things? All right. I didn't know we were doing that. (laughs) I'm on it. I should line up these jingles first because it's time for The Thing. The Thing. Time now for Lee Cormier's Daily Dose with Jen Grant. (laughs) Daily Dose. From coast to coast, daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast <laughs> to coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, June sixteenth. New Zealand said, uh, "Oops, New Zealand." I said that was weird. New Zealand has two new cases of the coronavirus. We just spoke about this the other day in I the Daily Dose about how they have none. They had cl- cl- claimed victory. They've claimed yep. victory over the virus uh, for a few weeks now. Yes, I know, and this just happened. They're both related to recent travel from the UK, ending a 24-day streak of no new infections in the country. The two new cases were women aged 30s and 40s, and now, since being back, they are in self-isolation. New Zealand's 5 million people emerged from the pandemic, while big economies such as Brazil, Britain, India, and the U.S. continue to grapple with the spread of the virus. This was largely... New Zealand did so well because of strict restrictions in which most businesses were shut down and everyone... except essential workers had to stay home. And so, yeah, so there you go. Look how effective that is. And if you think about it, I mean, if everybody, every every country did that, yeah. I mean, it's a very basic principle that we all know about, but if every country did that for three weeks, we'd be out of the woods. Did what? self-isolated and strictly did not go out but we need essential workers there's the long long term care facility like there's all these situations that messed it all up you know right yeah i mean whatever i mean how can you be perfectly yeah so inc- i don't know what's going to happen incidentally i i listened to an interview of a fellow comedian yesterday and she was mentioning she she got covid and she was able to isolate within her own home and her family she has kids and is married and her family took care of her just dropped off food and everything for her did they not get it no one got it in the house so it is possible with self uh with social distancing to not be not be transmitting the disease she said that 
people would in her family would just drop off food on a tray outside of her room the other thing that was kind of interesting was that she said and kind of sad but everything ended up being okay but she the only person the only other thing that she interacted with for 21 days she said it was weird she was just in a room for 21 days 21 think about that and she said the only the only thing she interacted with was her cat and Mm -hmm. the cat ended up getting sick no way yeah the cat the vet called it pneumonia, but they're all convinced that the cat did catch coronavirus because she started to notice that she could hear its breathing was Aww. all, yeah, it was all like heavy, <laughs> but, but she barely noticed that the cat was sick because she was that sick. You know, when you're in a, you're in this like weird zone of being so sick. Yeah. So she's on the other side of it. Um, but something I wanted to mention, which I couldn't really I was shocked by is that she never had a fever she Mm. never once and she obviously tested herself she had a hard time um oops um she had a hard time getting tested too it was in the beginning of the pandemic it was right in mid-march and she really had to convince them to test her and finally when she got tested she was positive but she never once had a fever and of course when you're that sick you are checking your temperature multiple times a day yeah i mean i know i do like because because that's a critical thing like as soon as you start to notice your fever is a certain temperature or your temperature is a certain number what am i trying to say cowbell (laughs) so this is kind of uh not that surprising video games are being played at a record high since the pandemic does that shock you no, I'm. I almost bought a system. <laughs> I know. I'm not surprised. I almost didn't want to talk about this story. The PS5 is coming out though, so I'll wait for that. Oh, don't get it. Why not? Well, you just have to limit yourself. Addictive personality. <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm right. That's just how I laugh now. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know I'm right. It's just no. another thing to be addicted to. Sales. Another have s- thing. I'm like so clean and pure. No, but to potentially have to deal with. Sales have skyrocketed with video games. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. People are not just buying and playing games like crazy. They're also tuning in as spectators to stream players in various esports. Have you ever heard of that? Esports? Yeah. It's, uh, I've never heard of it. Also known as competitive gaming. They fill arenas. It's I mean, crazy, This has eh? happening, been happening for years. Right. But I've never heard the term esports. Mm weird name has it's continued during the pandemic while other professional sports have been suspended of course um they large in-person events such as sports championships that are usually in in packed stadiums have been canceled but video game competitions are easier to do online of course than any other sport and that's still very very popular and taking off Professional players compete for cash and earn additional revenue from sponsorship and social media. There's an aspiring pro gamer named Travis Letwiniuk, and he is hoping that it's going to increase even more in popularity. He's from Saskatoon, and he's really good at a game called Overwatch. Have you ever heard of that game? No. He got a full scholarship to play on Harrisburg University's esports varsity what team. The hell? Yeah, in Pennsylvania in 2018. 
and he has competed on stage in front of cheering crowds. In May, after the pandemic was well underway, he decided to move back to Canada to pursue a career as a professional gamer. He's confident that esports competitions would continue online tournaments during this time. The biggest challenge so far has been internet speeds and time zone differences. He says he's really hoping this takes off. He's hoping to see it more on television, more on radio, being broadcast with commentators like hockey and football. Maybe we should get PlayStation as a sponsor. He says... He goes uh, by his his name, I guess, is called Autumn Souls in Overwatch. He plays for 10 to 12 hours a day in his Calgary apartment. That does not sound healthy. Well, they stream. When they stream, it's usually minimum five, six hours. Wowie. And they have thousands of people watching them. I see these feeds. It's just someone playing a video game, and there's 3,500 people watching. That does not sound healthy, though. I know. 10 to 12 hours a day in his Calgary apartment. It's crazy. I, he dropped out of university to pursue it. So he says, I got to kind of give it my best, he said. It's basically a full-time germ job in terms of hours. The money's not there just yet. So if you're a stand-up comedian and your parents are disappointed that's your chosen route, well, you could have been a gamer. That's a good good way to see it. Just saying. Could have been a gamer, mama. Mama. Well, anything anything extreme is not good, right? Like, he's doing that for 10 to 12 hours a day. And I was thinking, that's not as healthy as a real, not a real sport, but a physical sport like football. Yeah, a but real then sport. Again, it's not a real sport. No, I know. I know. You, you, you don't have to take that back. It's not a real sport. There's I agree. no physical activity. Your thumbs are moving. Your heart rate might go up when you get excited for in the game, but no, no, it's not a sport. I was going to say, though, that's not healthy to sit in front of a screen and play a video game for 10 to 12 hours a day. But a lot of professional football players end up getting injured, and that's maybe not the healthiest either. But it is better. At least you're running and you're physically fit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's some we'll, good just, we'll see how many... Uh, uh, these gamers end up murdering their families in the future. What? Post-concussion syndrome. Football, it happens. A lot? Yeah, We did you not see the Aaron Hernandez documentary? Anyway. No. It's, it, yeah, it's... it's Or uh, Chris Benoit, the wrestler. No. It's concussions. Uh, these people just... They snap? Lose, snap. Yikes. They murder people and often <gasps> themselves. What? Yes. Oh, boy. Yikes. Anyway, that was meant to be kind of like a light a joke? light joke. Yeah. Oh no. Sorry, when you explain things. <laughs> a light joke about murdering families. You know. You know how you know how that's an easy topic to just make light. Here's some good news. Go ahead. Thank goodness. A new study from researchers have discovered that dogs can sniff out COVID nineteen. How cool is that? How do they know that? Isn't that cool? They um, they trained in Paris, just outside of Paris. They trained eight Belgian Malinois shepherds to identify the smell of COVID-19 in the sweat of infected individuals. Ew. The dog's overall success rate was near perfect, correcting guesses on average of 95% of samples, 
Four dogs successfully identified a positive COVID sweat sample 100% of the time. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? But then you have to put the dog down. It's been exposed to COVID. Poor COVID. What? Poor COVID. That was weird. The one more thing to mention here. There was jars. They used 18 dogs that had been trained to detect explosives. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because because a lot of... Um, th- we don't realize what dogs can do with their sense of smell. Like, they've been able to uh, diagnose many cases of cancer. Yeah? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is. Yeah. So... it's The training is impressive. Also, how do they know dogs are colorblind? Yeah, exactly. How? How would you know? Unless you put surgically... Implant some dog eyes in a human skull. (laughs) Or I don't even know if it's an eye thing. Maybe it's a brain thing. But how do they know dogs are colorblind? Right. Dogs see black and white. How do you know that? How do I know what you see? It freaks me out. Yeah, that old thing. Like maybe blue to me is red to you, but we just all call it blue because when you point at the same thing, you go, that's blue. I don't like that. Like maybe I see the sky like what you think is yellow, but in your head is blue. Oh, I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. We both know that color to be blue, but I just see it. That's like almost everyone's conversation the first time they get high, probably. (laughs) Describe the blue. How could you? I have no idea. It's like purple. Well, what if your my purple is orange? I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I want you to see the same blue as me. <laughs> and negative views. And that's your daily dose for today. Thanks for listening. Hi. People are unsubscribing by the boatload. Boatload. <laughs> that's your daily dose. Anyway. Why isn't it playing? Daily Dose, Daily Dose Get the news from coast to coast Daily Dose, Daily Dose All your news from coast to coast All the news and headlines from Jim Graham I wish PM hadn't highlighted the dance the first time. Now I feel obligated to do it every time and I'm running out of things to dance. (laughs) Like moves. Running out. Of dance moves. Dance. Do, 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 do. If you are watching live on Facebook, why don't you give us a like or a share or a heart emoji? Those help. Everything helps. Because when you like something, it'll go, hey, such and such liked this thing. So it's almost like sharing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, just interact. Desperate, desperate for, for interaction. Please. Well, no, you know what? Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, it's no, important. no. No, because we, we're... Go. Well, all thought. I was going to say was... Yeah? Uh, it's not my nature when I like something on social media necessarily to always like or share. I but never the do. way the way that we're able to continue doing this podcast is by people feeling the need to mobilize and share it with other people because that way we can monetize it and have it like a real thing. Yes. So if you like... Do it for you. Like this page for you because by liking it, which Jen's saying... We're able to monetize it, and we're able to bring you more episodes, more right. more cutting conversations like uh, ums and ahs are annoying. 
What about about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do it for you. Share this for you. Like this for you. <laughs> oh, God. This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by PlayStation 5. No? Are you there? Oh, I could tell you. Not. This episode of the Julian Dion Show. Bring that down a notch. That's a little aggressive. Is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the freshest, the best, the the most mind-blowing sauces and salsas, barbecue and grilling sauces and jellies around. Doug Knight and his wife Laura McDonald, our friends and yours, are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every time. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Really? Yeah, really. Go there. Check it. Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge up. Do yourself or the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. And go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. And they ship all over North America. That's right. Whether you're in uh, Connecticut. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Or Allentown, Pennsylvania. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, 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 Seattle, Washington. Medicine uh, Hat. Medicine Hat, Alberta. You might be in... Skidduck, New Brunswick. Or none of it. None of it. buck to buck to Shorkokan. You could be in the paw. In the paw. Go to... Gringosblazingsauces.com. Order that shit and put that shit on everything. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I did hear your joke, but I take uh, the time when you do the jingle to uh, go for a bit of a wee. I can't. I mean, we're 50 minutes in. How have you been able to hold it in this long? (laughs) It's the coffee I tells you. So No, not the mode (laughs) Please (laughs) I was going to do the uh, Please Oh, this is happy birthday Happy birthday Oh, I didn't even know Oh, this would be a challenging one Here we go Two, three, four. You ready? All right. This episode is brought to you. Two, three, four. By Gringos. Blazing sauces. All right. The company is. I'm not sure how many years old. I think three. But go to gringosblazingsauces.com. They've got a wide selection of sauces and sauces. <laughs> Grilling and barbecue sauces and jellies. <laughs> Do yourself and... The hot sauce lover in your life. A favor, and go experience the flavor at two, three, Gringo's Blazing. All right, here we go. All right, Gringo's Blazing. Uh, that's annoying. Okay, it's kind of amazing that that's the only happy birthday song that anyone has ever, well, maybe be- before that particular one was written, but why did that one catch on? Yeah. Go ahead. I feel like you're doing a bit. Get, get I'm into not. It. I just think it's an interesting thought. Why? 
And I love, I love your joke about how it sounds so depressing. Anybody? It's not my joke. Oh, it's not? No, that's Jessica Kirsten. Oh, it's so funny. I saw her I at Gotham it. when we first moved to New York. One night I went to Gotham by myself. I don't know. You must have been working or something. And Jessica Kirsten was uh, doing us. Oh, it's all uh, <laughs> depressing. Like, <laughs> and it's so slow. Every time I see anyone sing happy birthday, I think about that joke because it's true. It's like, happy birthday. That's how everybody sings it. Why don't people sing it more like, happy birthday to you? It's oh, here, here's the bit. Hold on. Found it. Nailed it. This is what I refer to every time. Uh, <laughs> I remember th- I was like, shit, she's so funny. Oh, hold on. I love jokes right like here. that, Sing too. Sing happy birthday, how miserable. Do you ever notice... <laughs> When you sing happy birthday, how miserable and depressed people look while they're singing that song. It's a horribly depressing song. Everyone stands around, happy birthday. Uh, I have to show the video, actually. It's really funny. Well, the way you just did I, the the act out of her doing it, it look, you kind of looked like her when you were doing it. Hey to you, <laughs> happy... Oh, Do you ever notice... Let's go full screen. Full screen. So this is the bit. This is, I guess I don't quote her every time because I don't do it in a public forum. I just say, you know, it's depressing. Do you ever notice (laughs) when you sing happy birthday, how miserable and depressed people look while they're singing that song? It's a horribly depressing song. Everyone stands around, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. But you have to sing it because someone walks in with a cake. Everyone ready? (laughs) One, two, three. And you're like, fuck. Happy birthday. She's cutting her wrist, so she's doing that. And then there's some person in the back who has to belt out the song and sing in harmony like they're fucking auditioning for American Idol. (laughs) Everyone else looks suicidal. And my mother would be in the back. oh my god that's hilarious actually that's so funny because it makes me think of church when some people are singing in church it's like you're not auditioning right now it's ridiculous and they're singing really loud oh Oh, like the not the choir, but the people attending church. The people church? attending yeah. church, and they do that with prayers too. It's like they're bragging with their volume that they know the prayer really well. Or the priest too like, will sing sometimes. Yeah, but like he's mic'd really loud, so he'll kind of hold it back. But he's like, Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so. although I say that, and then I think. Really, it would be more fun if everybody did sing, like a Baptist church that got really into it, because whew, so many, so many masses are just uninspired. I hope that didn't partially mute. That might mute on the Facebook thing. If it did, go check out. Ju- just Google Jessica Kirsten Happy Birthday song, because sometimes if it's copyright, it's uh, that's from Bill Burr's or, or uh, Comedy Central Bill Burr Presents or something like that. So funny. Anyway. 
I listened to part of Joe Rogan's podcast with Kevin Hart in it. Yeah. And he was talking about when Joe Rogan asked him, do you remember when your career started to blow up and you realized something special was happening? And Kevin Hart said he was on a comedy all-stars with Shaq or something. Did you ever see that set? No, but I, I heard the interview. Yeah, I meant to go and look at that because that's one that that I maybe I'll go and look at and we can talk about that at some point. Or if anybody's seen that, let me know what you think. Because it's kind of cool at that moment. That's the time. that and, and also he had mentioned in the interview that he never knew that that's when it was going to be. Right. That it, he would take off. In fact, he was, what's that saying? Life happens when you're busy planning or something like that? I don't know. Have you ever heard of that saying? Sort of. Yeah. It's, it's ringing a bell, but I don't... Uh, like, like it's kind of like you have this idea of how you think your life's going to turn out, but then along the way, things happen that you didn't expect that actually end up being the thing that makes your life better or changes the projection of it. Life is what happens... Trajectory, I should say. Sorry, I totally cut you go, off. No, go ahead, go ahead. Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Yeah, I love it. Is that That's a John Lennon song. That is so good, and it's so true. Like, Kevin, so Joe Rogan asked that question. It was such a good question, and he said he was busy preparing because he, he was, you know, he was getting more opportunities, and and things were going very well, and he was preparing for his first hour special, and then I his guess... second, I think it was. Oh, second, okay. Yeah. So then uh, he was asked to do this Shaq Comedy All-Stars where he had to do 15 minutes and he said, oh, I don't know if I want to do it because I am i don't want to burn up all that 15 minutes of my material that's going to go toward this one hour thing. And they said, well, this, this gets a lot of viewers and traction and you might want to consider just doing 15 minutes. And he hummed and hawed and then he ended up doing it. And he went into it not with any expectations or anything and just had fun and was loose and had a great time. And that's the thing that ended up really skyrocketing his career. So that, and it was all good timing and he was ready for it. So that yeah. when he went to do his next special, he was poised to, to do really, like all these eyes were on him. And because he did so well on that, and then when he went to do his hour, he was really already ready. Great use of the word poised. Thank you. Yeah, it was because he had done Little Big Man, which is very funny. And Oh, he had already done that at that point? Yeah, this was his second, in between his first and second special. His second special is seriously funny. That's the name of it. Right. Right. Remember we were living in New York when Little Big Man came out and I was like obsessed with it and you're like, I don't know, I'm not crazy mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember not liking it. I always remember liking him, but I believe you. It's a really funny special. He looks so different and young in it, but it's, man, it's funny. Uh, I'm not going to get into the thing where you start quote, misquoting jokes like, yeah. yeah, he said this and it's just butchering it. Right. Right. No, he's he's very good and he's very positive. There's a part in the in the interview that I thought was kind of interesting too because he was talking about how he eats mostly plant based. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that part? Yep. He eats mostly plant based, but sometimes he'll have chicken and fish. 
and or no, I don't know if it was fish, but chicken. And he said that that's the thing. A lot of people say uh, our society is like you're one or the or the other. You're vegan or you're, and it's like what if you're ninety percent vegan, and then you have chicken once in a while? Mm-hmm. What's the big deal if you choose chicken from a good source that's like humane and and non. Uh, factory farmed what's wrong with that the other thing was he said he really liked beyond meat and then joe rogan there's a couple things that i liked about this interaction joe rogan's really honest and he says beyond meat's not healthy for you actually it's all these oils and whatever and then which i i've had i've had definitely had stomach aches eating a big beyond meat gross remember we were all sick we yeah yeah and then but so I admire Joe Rogan being that honest and direct, even though it's uncomfortable. He's great. he's great because it doesn't matter who he's interviewing. He's got this, he's naive about it. He'll ask questions. He doesn't, he will push back on certain things, but could be a far right person, far left person. He, he's just, yeah, he's a really great interviewer. He's, well, he's the best podcaster right now. Right. And, and then Kevin Hart, I, yeah, exactly. There's, it's not an accident that he's so successful. He's number one. Kevin Hart mentioned in that it's such a good interview. You guys should go and watch it I, or listen to it and watch it because he's on YouTube as well. But he's on, I think he's on twice, right? That was his second one most recently. At least twice. Oh, okay. But but in the last year, he's been on twice and one recently, yes. And he's uh, it's, it's really, really good because Kevin Hart's extremely, exceptionally positive and really has his shit together. You listen to him and you're like... This is a guy who's done a lot of personal work, like a lot. You just yeah. and so when he said he was all like you could tell he was all like jacked up and excited about this beyond meat, you know, how he, he's on this beyond meat and he loves it. And then Joe Rogan says, "Yeah, but that's actually not that good for you if you're going to eat just vegetarian, eat just vegetables and beans and whatever." I don't think he said beans, but vegetables. And then Kevin Hart respects actually what he's saying he doesn't fight back or yeah anything. he said something like you know what you know a lot more about this kind of stuff i respect your opinion so mm-hmm. i'm going to take that yeah i mean it's it's just boils down to processed and not processed i mean eat whole foods no yes. matter what even if you eat meat eat whole foods like anything processed True. all of those beyond meats and gardein stuff and meat replacements it's not the best for you it's just no. not it's just not no no there's no debate about that. Some's Pe- better than others. People will, yeah, sure, but if you eat a diet of just that kind of stuff, it's yeah. it's really not good for you. I agree with that. And uh, yeah, and I agree with the go partially vegan. I mean, we eat some meals that are vegan, but once a week, at least once a week, I'll eat a steak, and it just it brings me to life. Yeah. A nice ribeye once a week. Oh. Yeah, and your response, you're like you care about where it comes from and of course yeah. it's all local we get our meats locally uh, that's one thing about, about <laughs> you said it good yeah i know but it sounds almost like a parody now when i'm no doing it. living in wakefield is we're surrounded by farms organic farms and stuff so a lot of the meat we get it might not be certified organic because they don't go through the process of paying all the fees to get it certified organic but it is organic mm-hmm. and grass-fed and local Mm-hmm. A nice local grass-fed ribeye steak once a week. Oh, come on! Yeah. yeah. Any any comments in the section? In the comment section? Let's take a look here. So Doug says good morning. Good morning, Doug. What's up, Dougie Knight? 
then that's it. <laughs> Lee says that it's great weather in Shediac. Right now, you had mentioned that it's going to be a good week in New Brunswick. It's yeah. going to be a great week here. Oh, very excited about that. Starting today. It's like going to be good for the garden. and sunny every day. Mm-hmm. Good for the garden. PM says, is it because I'm from Saguenay? Saguenay. Saguenay. Yeah. That I, I say it correctly. I say about correctly. Never understood the about thing. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Come for two months, he says. We were talking about that. You know, if we ever decided in in this situation, we almost could up and go except for... The, like, if it was winter, I feel like we for sure would just go and self-quarantine for a while. But we'd have to take the cats with us. That's why we need, like, a second home in New Brunswick where yeah. we can have our own stuff. Because it, your parents are amazing and it's really fun staying with them. But it's not really fair to completely invade their space. We have a dog. We'll just like show up in their chalet with two cats and a dog. <laughs> They're all over the furniture. Your parents lose their mind. Silka from Germany says, Heidi Ho. Germany in the house. She's got some real cute emojis on her comment there. Right, love it. Yeah. And Trish York Arubishow says, LOL. And, <laughs> and we have now caught up on... On all of our comments. Not a lot of comments today. No? <laughs> no. Alright. Okay. Well. That is our show, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. subscribing on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Wherever you get you get, you get uh, wherever you get your podcasts, go ahead and subscribe. Give us a share and join us live every Monday through Friday. That's Monday, that's Tuesday, that's Wednesday, that's Thursday and Friday at 7 a.m. live on Facebook. 7 a.m. Eastern, of course, the Julian Dion Show. Gen Z, love you. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day, Gen Z. Tomorrow, you too. All right, everybody, be safe out there. Wear your masks and as always, watch. Your head. I went to school, yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. of